Welcome everyone. This is Araceli, Transition Wealth Advisor and Real Estate Investor in the U.S. and Canada. It's my chat with Colette today. So Colette, can you introduce yourself and tell us what we're talking about today? Yes. Hi, everybody. Thank you for joining us. I'm really sorry about my throat. I feel fine. I'm not sick. I just have this weird throat thing. Uh, so I, I apologize. I know I don't sound the best. Um, but we wanted to talk about something really, really uh, we think is very important and will save you money, I hope. Uh, but anyway, my name is Colette Rabba. I am a real estate uh, broker in the GTA. Um, I sell residential and I'm also an investor. And that's why Araceli and I love to talk and share the information that we get from the mistakes we make sometimes and for the great things that happen sometimes. And we want to share with you so you can learn from not just our mistakes, but our What's the opposite of mistake? <laughs> the good, good, the good. Deeds. <laughs> yes, the the good things that happen as well. So uh, today, I of course, you know, the few minutes that Araceli and I chit chat before we start recording, um, one of us will have something that we're like, oh, this is frustrating. What do we do? So today was my turn because I have my beautiful cottage. I'm I'm here now. I'm in Prince Edward County. This is the, the background. This is my kitchen in the in the county. This is my rental property. Um, it's a short-term accommodation, but I'm actually uh, here to open the cottage, clean it, uh, do some maintenance, all these things that have to be done e either on an annual basis or even more. So what happened was I turned the water back on after I shut the water off from the city a few months. Uh, it's been off for a few months. Over the winter, nobody rents out here um, in the winter. And of course, I have a whole bunch of leaks that happened. I had to change my water meter and uh, I'm I'm really not happy. <laughs> so, of course, my sweet Araceli, listen to me. Colette, is, this is something that it has to be done. And this is something that if you want to become a real estate investor, you need to be aware of. Whether of you course. pay somebody to take a, a continuous look at what is going on in the property or you do it yourself. So this is what the, the episode is about today. You right. know, it's either DIY or hire a professional. So we have a couple of tips here for you so you can decide what to do. So yeah. what, what else happened, Colette? Well, the other, so the funny thing is um, this could have all been avoided. So the plumber cost me about $450 uh, to change out the water meter. And this is something that you can ask before you buy property. I'm not sure you can get the answer, but you can call the city and, and ask them a few things. So the water meter is inside the house. In this municipality, uh, I am responsible for the water meter if something happens to it. Yep. In the States, like where Araceli is, yeah, so they take care of it. Yeah, so where I am, anything that is inside the house, when it comes down to piping, I'm responsible for it. However, the actual meter is also inside the house, but I am not responsible for it. So that's why it's important for you to understand where you're going to invest and what rules apply to that municipality. So. Exactly. And the stupid thing is about these water meters, especially here in the county. And I and I'm sorry. I'm calling. I'm calling out the city. I'm calling out the municipality because these water meters are made out of plastic and I don't know why they're, they, they are constantly breaking down. I talked to the service guy and I said, how many of these do you replace a year? And he said, there was one cold snap 
And it's a very small community. He said they replaced 10 just on that one day. Oh, dear. So that, oh. that's a very big business for them as well, you know? Of course. So so the bill, uh, probably it's going to cost me, I'm not sure exactly, but I replaced it. I just replaced it about three years ago. Note. That cost me $400 just for the meter itself. They don't charge for the the service guys because that's part of their the city. But uh, wow, he's that covered. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I have no idea how much it's gone up in the last three years because of COVID. Maybe things have changed. I'm not sure. But anyway, let's just find out. But so so the other thing what happened was, and these are the things that yes, everything happens. Uh because you own the property. So, you know, on one hand, you should be proud of yourself. You own this property. You do have to do maintenance. Know what your skill level is. I personally do not touch plumbing. I do not touch electrical. Anything else, I might be able to figure it out. And if I can't, when it comes to building like structure, if I want to take a wall down or something, I don't do that either. But small stuff like painting, changing light fixtures, uh, small things like that, I can, I can manage. Yeah, it's the same for me. Um, I do, I, and I can do a little bit of electrical, but it is depending on my time frame. Because here also you have to remember that sometimes you do have the skill, but you don't have the time and it is imperative that you finish it as quickly as possible, especially if you have a tenant. So right. you want to measure, even though you have the skill, you're able to do it, but if you cannot do it, then it's better just to hire somebody get it done out of the way quickly instead of trying to wait for you to have the time to do it unless there's nobody there and it's like a cottage like colette that is right now not rented and you have you know a little bit of time to right. do it on your own yeah. time so yeah and you know to clean and to get everything ready yeah absolutely i can do that so so why this all came about was because this is totally avoidable and that's why in the winter, if I, so I call the city and they shut the main off from the street. Number one, I have no other choice. They have the tool. I don't know how to do that. They do that. Number two is to hire a plumber to come in and drain all the lines, get rid of all the water that's in the plumbing existing in all of your drains. And how they do it is something that I can't do either. And they blow it out. So yeah, I can have the anything. special equipment. In some cases, right. you really can get around it because you might need certain piece of equipment that is pretty pricey and they buy it because that's what they do every day. And but it takes them like half an hour maybe. So they exactly. the hour. But if you don't do this all the time, it might be a piece of equipment that is very expensive that is really not. It's better just to hire somebody that comes and do it, and that's it. Exactly. So that was our point to say, you know what, even though you could do it yourself, yeah. in the long run, is it as good as hiring a professional? Let's just say there is a warranty attached to these jobs. Yes. So if, if you can call back the plumber and say, hey, you know what, you, you blew out the lines last year, even though I know they don't guarantee any of that stuff. But let's just say if they if you can call them back and say, hey, listen, you know, this is something that happened because of your lack of whatever it was. I would like you to come back and, and take a look at it. So uh, when it's something like that, maybe not in this exact time, but with a plumber, yeah. but that's also something that why you hire professionals is because they do guarantee their work or they warranty their work. 
And you always have to, I'm not saying you shouldn't be there. You should always have eyeballs on their work as they're working to understand how they did it. Because once it's closed, let's say drywall, once it's closed up, you, vis you visually can't see it anymore. So you exactly. really want to be there making sure you see everything, even take pictures or take a video during the, the process. Araceli just went through a big renovation. If she couldn't be there, she would probably ask the contractor, please send me pictures every day. I want to see the progress. So Absolutely. there is a way to get around it, but it's always better to be there, right? Yeah. And remember, if you're doing a big reno and if you already have a skill, you have a trade, let's say you're a plumber, you're a framer, you are an electrician and you're not able to do it. Of course, you know, electrical, you always have to have a contractor, especially on a big rental because in some cases the actual uh, insurance policy will not insure you unless you have a certificate uh, saying that a professional with a license uh, did the work right they yeah. don't want to have wires here and there they don't know yeah. if you've done it correctly Even no they want to see the sticker yeah they want to see and i don't want to say csa because in the states it's obviously yeah it's just yeah, but yeah, so so absolutely, same thing with a plumber. Um, anything to do with uh, insurance, you really want to make sure that they do it right. And I, Correct. again, I, my neighbor, I was just talking to him yesterday, he said the same thing, where the past homeowner did some kind of funny business with the water. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't want funny business. And the thing is, it's also for your own protection, because remember, plumbing, it's a very... It's, it's water coming through, right, in and out of the house. And if something you didn't do correctly because you wanted to save some money, it's going to create a lot of damage in the property, and it might not be covered by the insurance because you did it yourself. So right. those kind of things I really completely avoid yeah. because it's just not worth the headache in the long run. Well, and the other thing too is just to talk about insurance, like they can revoke your your yeah. insurance at any time. So if they think that you're you're negligible even after the fact. Yeah. So for example, uh, somebody had a sump pump and they unplugged it or it wasn't working and then the basement flooded. Insurance says, sorry, you know, we came and we did an inspection and it looks like that sump pump was broken. Yeah. It didn't work. Your fault. So they don't yeah. get anything. So all these little things, inspect your house every year at least, put a date on your calendar, whichever day you want, maybe January 1st, maybe in the summer, whatever you want, yeah. walk around the house and have your checklist. I'm sure there's lots of checklists on online somewhere that you can find to do that checklist every year. Roof, do your foundation, just a visual inspection. The other thing I learned is clutter. <laughs> it's very hard when you have a lot of stuff in your house and you get a flood. You Even a small, like the, the connection that, that uh, burst was at the washing machine. So right next to it, I have a storage closet and it's full of just supplies, paint and, yep. you know, extra little bits and bobs, a lot of construction stuff, all that stuff. I had to take it out and move it and, you know, deal with it. So if you can maintain your property that way, just clean every year, get rid of the clutter. You know, don't fill your closets with stuff, stuff that you don't need. Because when it comes to either selling or um, if, you know, knock on wood, no issues will happen. Yeah, I know. It makes it, your life easier. If it's you just so hard. And, and 
you know, we continue to accumulate things and sometimes you want to keep it because it's in good state. But at some point, then you have to decide, you know, is it really becoming a hazard and too much for me to handle, then it's just better to get rid of it. Um, I do clean up every year and I just, what is this? Let's get rid of it, right? Because it's just not worth it. Oh, so you're all invited to my garage sale. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. In a couple of weeks, probably. Yeah. Yeah. But it, just to recap, just remember if you're going to do considering doing DIY or hiring a professional, remember that there is basically you have to look at your level of skill and time because you might have the skill but not the time. And what is the urgency of the repair? And also, how is it going to affect your property if it's not well done? For example, right. I like doing like little woodworking things, you know, doing shelves and stuff like that. So if it's not 100% perfect, it's really, maybe it's going to look funny, but it's not going to affect anything in my property. I can just take it out and toss it. But if it is plumbing and I don't do it correctly, it might create a complete mess that is going to affect all the rooms, uh, anything, if you have tenants. You might have to move them out and you don't really want to mess up with that. So right, that's, and that's basically your, the rule. Yeah. And that's your expense too. If you have to move them exactly. out because of negligence, then, you know, you have to deal with your tenants. So that's the thing that I, I, I have to admit, that's my mistake. I thought, okay, I can do it myself. I'll, sh I'll close the cottage. I'm going to save myself 150 bucks, whatever it was. Yeah. But you really have to look at the numbers of the, what if something goes wrong because you did it wrong. So that's what you should be considering. How much is it going to take, you know, how much is it going to cost me if my house burns down or how much is it going to cost me if the house floods? So those are the numbers that you really want to tell yourself, listen, it's not worth it. 120, 150 bucks. Go ahead. Um, you know, please do it. And I feel confident I can walk away from the property in the winter. So from now on <laughs> every year, that's what I'm going to do. That's exactly right. And also, even though you have insurance and you may be covered, but it's just the headache. You might be losing some stuff that, uh, you know, is worth something to you uh, or supplies, anything that has been there, especially if it's in the basement and it flooded, that they might be useless. So you might be losing money, things that you cannot recover, even though, let's say that you have a company and the insurance company is going to cover it. But it's just the headache that you have to go through, the possible loss of things that you're not going to be able to recover. So just think about that in the in the future and then just weight that difference because Absolutely. it's always not worth it to go through that. Absolutely. I agree with you. So thank you for listening because really it was something that weighed heavily on me. I felt really guilty about it. I let myself down. Don't look at that. You know, what's done is done. What can you do? But I can learn from it and we can share it with you. So hopefully you don't, you learn from my mistake too. Yeah, absolutely. And this is something that we just want you to start thinking about. If you're not a real estate investor yet, all of the little things that need to be done along the way. And if you are just a reminder that, oh yeah, maybe I need to check on something. So that's all we have for you today. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks. Thanks. Don't forget to subscribe, everybody. Come on, let's do that. Yeah, and remember, send us questions yeah. if you want to know something about that we haven't talked about yet. Sounds good. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye.
Thank you for being here on the show. Please remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get notified when there are more shows available. And if you would like to have more information on how to start investing in real estate, please visit my website at www.arisalihernandez.com. Thank you.